Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. I hope you had a fabulous holiday weekend. Grant Napier with you, and we are getting going. We got the Kings and the Suns tonight in Sacktown. We've got college and the NFL to talk about and anything else going on. If you're a World Cup fan, uh, we can do that. The United States and Iran uh, get ready to square off. Uh, Obviously, a match that uh, is going to determine who gets out of this group. And so the United States in a must-win situation against Iran. So we can talk about anything you want going on in the world of sports. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. College football with really another wild weekend, and the Michigan Wolverines went into Columbus and manhandled the Buckeyes. And so I just did a show with Sean Salisbury. He thinks that Michigan should be ranked number one and Georgia should be number two. You've got, obviously, TCU and USC. TCU plays Kansas State this coming weekend. You got USC. They are playing against Utah. Uh, I can't imagine Michigan having any issues with Purdue, and I think Georgia will roll over LSU. So if you look at the other two games, do you think it would be more likely for USC to lose against Utah in Vegas, or do you think it would be more likely for TCU to get upset by Kansas State in Arlington? So coming right down to the wire in college football all right the nfl uh the niners again pitch a shutout in the second half i'm not concerned about offensively you know with the week that they had leading up to the game in mexico city i'm a little concerned about the hit that garoppolo took on his knee but uh, the niners defensively are going to get tested this week because they got the miami dolphins coming in but there's nothing about the niners that concerns me right now i think they are uh i think they're the best team in the nfc and i'm picking them to win the nfc and nothing has changed from what I said uh, back in the spring. I, I thought that if Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be the quarterback without too many games being in the books, that the Niners would be the team in the NFC. And the fact that they added Christian McCaffrey, and again, we don't know about health when you get to January, but I'm just looking at this team, assuming that they're relatively healthy. I think they're better than Philly. I think they're better than Minnesota. I think they're better than Dallas. And I would pick them to represent the NFC. Long way to go. And again, we can't forecast injuries. So we got that to talk about and anything else going on. Kings and Suns tonight. After the game, I will be on YouTube Live. That's right after the game. I'll probably come on roughly 915, 920, uh, the Kings and the Suns tonight. All right, let's get to uh, some phone calls. And why don't we start with uh, E-Train. E-Train, thanks very much for Getting us started here on a Monday. How are you today? Grant, how are you doing? 
I'm good, buddy. Hey, listen, I got to tell you, I'm disgusted with uh, Josh McDaniels. You know, the, the Raiders are playing on the road. They've got nothing to play for. And in the third quarter, they had a fourth and one in the red zone, and they've been having success running the ball, and he kicks a field goal. And then you, take, you get to the end of uh, regulation, and I think they had 38 seconds left, two timeouts, and he sits on the ball. I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing? I mean, there's just no reason to not, you know, try and put some points on the board. It's just uh, this guy's just way too conservative, and I just don't have any confidence in him. Well, I don't have any problem that when a coach makes a decision to get points on the board, you know, I kind of disagree with you. I mean, it's great if you make the first down, but if you don't make the first down, most people are going to go, gee, you should have kicked the field goal there. So I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, as far as the situation you're referring to on sitting on the ball, Right off the top of my head, I don't recollect that. But, you know, they did win the game. You know, I don't know if they, they did win the game. So, I mean, it's fair to second-guess a coach. I get that. It's easier to second-guess a coach after a loss. But they put 40 points up on the board and did win. So, you know, when you talk about getting conservative, they scored 40 points in the game. I mean, they obviously put enough points on the board. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And it was good to see them actually, you know, have more success running the ball yesterday. I mean, that's probably the, the you know, besides the win, you know, big positive that I'd take out of that. Well, I mean, Josh Jacobs, I mean, good Lord. Uh, he was unbelievable. But thanks, C-Train. Appreciate you uh, getting us started. Thank you. Yep. Let's get to uh, Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show. How are you today, buddy? Good, Grant. And how about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Awesome. Hey, where's that Georgia LSU game going to be played at? Do you know? Georgia. Yeah, it's in uh, Atlanta. Okay. Okay. I was going to say it was at LSU. You know, LSU might just pull up the upset. I know they're long. No, no. All these games, all these games are played on neutral sites. All the games are like the USC Utah games in USC, TCU and Kansas State is in Dallas. This game's in Atlanta, uh, Michigan and Purdue's in Indianapolis. They don't play in home stadiums on these games. Oh, okay. Well, you know, of, of all those games, I think LSU can do it. You know, I, I, I'm I'm really happy for Jim Harbaugh being the former 49er coach and everything. So I'm really happy that what they did. I, I was really surprised going into Ohio State and doing what they did, especially that. Yeah, I don't think LSU is going to beat Georgia. I'd be very surprised if LSU beats Georgia. Even if LSU does beat Georgia, they're not getting in. Uh, they're, they're, they want to get into the champion, uh, the final four. So, oh, I, no, I, no, I, I know that. I'm just saying that I, I'm just, you know, that could be an upset right there. That's yeah. Thing. So, yeah, anyway, I mean, listen, college football is uh, every week we're talking about upsets. So, yeah, I, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Clemson and look at some of these top teams that yep. we over the weekend. Yep. So, anyway, uh, let's talk about the 49ers. I know we've had this discussion before, Grant, about, you know, former coaches and especially in basketball, you've told me that it's not a big deal when, when they go to, you know, from another team to your team, they got to play the game, but I'm just worried. I'm worried about McDaniels, right. you know, knowing the 49er offense so well. And, uh, and plus the former uh, players that are on the, um, not worry. It's a non-factor. It's a non-issue. First of all, well, they, 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 you know, McDaniel's wasn't there when Christian McCaffrey was there. That's number one. And everyone already knows what San Francisco is going to do offensively. Josh, I mean, uh, uh, Mike McDaniel knows, and I know, and you know. So there's no mystery there. Here's the bottom line: there's nothing that you know McDaniel's going to be able to do 
that's going to surprise the 49ers or vice versa. So the fact that he knows the offense is a uh, – that everyone knows the 49ers offense. Everyone knows what they're going to try to do. This game's going to come down to can the front seven of the 49ers get to Tua. Tua, obviously, in the Dolphins offense is a high-octane offense. Do you have a great defense against a great offense? And it all comes down to the pass rush, and that's the game. It's not going to be anything that the Niners offense surprises Miami with. That's not how San Francisco's offense is predicated. You already know before you play the Niners what they're going to do to you offensively. We already know. I'm not, I don't think, I got to be honest with you, Jeff. I don't think that that's big of an issue for this game. I really don't. Well, I hope not. That's just, I'm just a little bit worried about it. The other thing I wish the 49ers would shelf for a while is running Debo. You know, everybody knows on that sweep or right up the middle when they put him in the backfield with two backs, just running him. It's just getting old, uh, you know, and uh, I'm just. They've won four in a row. You are, you, you are aware of that, right? Of course I am. I'm a big. Fan. I know you're a diehard Niners fan. I mean, you're you're nitpicking here. It's you're like you're you're talking about what they should do and what they shouldn't do. And you know they've won four games in a row. I mean, you know, come on now. You know they they've won four in a row. They're going to be fine now. They do have Miami this week. Then they have Tampa. Then they're at Seattle. They have Washington. They have the Raiders in Arizona. But I, I I don't agree with you on this. I think everything is fine right now. I mean, I don't see any issues at all. With the 49ers, I, there's yeah. not one aspect of this team right now that would concern me other than possibly Garoppolo's knee, which took a pretty big hit yesterday. Yeah, it sure did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, anyways, I uh, look forward to the game tonight with the Kings. Yes. Uh, uh, I think Sabonis probably will get in foul trouble. I don't know who – why is Lyles – what's going on with Lyles? I don't know. I got to look it up. I'm not sure what his, uh, his situation is. I saw on the, I don't know. Were you with me when I was talking with Sean Salisbury? A little. Yeah. I caught you about middle of the show. I was busy on the rant. Yeah, Somebody had put that up on, uh, but you know, again, the Kings have been very fortunate with their health this year. They really have. They've been very, very fortunate that they have not had any injuries of any magnitude. So yeah, I, I don't know about Lyles. I'm looking it up. I don't even see anything on the uh, King's injury report. Thing, so I, I, I'll look it up. Well, yeah, it just says he I, – I looked it up on FanDuel because I played the FanDuel. Yep. It just says he's un, unavailable tonight. Doesn't say Maybe he's why. got an illness or something. It, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about it. just say he's unavailable. So it must be for personal yep. reasons or something. But I guess that, that – All right, here it is. I got it right here. Two hours ago. Lyles is going to miss the game tonight due to an illness. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, so you think oh, they're going to go to Holmes or Lynn? Um, I might. They might go with KZ coming off the bench. I, I'm not sure. I that's a good question. I think maybe Lynn in this situation. Listen, they're they're going against a guy in DeAndre Ayton who is the you know was named Player of the Week today. He's been just playing at a, a an amazing level, and that's that could be a real issue for Sacramento. So, going to be interesting to see how Mike Brown handles that. Hey, one last yeah. thing. What's up with that jackass, uh, OB, uh, Beckham Jr.? I mean, if he was on the flight, I think you would have, uh, uh, as much as much as you fly. Oh, boy. I know you did your rant on that today. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, yeah, I did my rant on I, it. I heard yep. you rant, but to do that to all those passengers and, and delay them, it's what a joke. an idiot. It's a joke. What an it's idiot. a prima donna. It's an egomaniac. It's a joke. 
Yeah. And what 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 kind of a welcome do you think that Sean Jack, the uh, Sean Watson is going to get? Oh boy. This week. That's good. Yeah. Not going to be very good. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. You bye take bye. care. Bye bye. All right. Let's get to uh, Brian right here on Listen App. Hey, Brian. Welcome to the show. Hey, Grant. How are you doing today, man? I'm well, thanks, buddy. Good. Yeah, in regards to the Niners, this game had me a little nervous just because they played Monday night in Mexico City, and that's the type of game where you just got to get out and figure out a way to win, and that's what they did. And, you know, uh, I just thought travel would be a factor and everything. Uh, and the other thing with the Niners, sometimes – be a little deceiving you know we were dominating the first half they went for it on the fourth down did not get it that ate up a lot of clock without getting up giving up any points and so we got the ball back we got the touchdown right before half but the way the Niners sometimes run their their offense obviously you know they can eat up a lot of clock and if you don't get any points and all of a sudden there's less time than you think if you know what I mean yep I'm with you. I mean, I think right now the Niners defense is playing so well that they feel that they can always fall back on that. But they're not, you know, this week coming up, they're going to have to play a complete game to beat the Miami Dolphins. That's on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Mike McDaniel and Kyle know each other very well. And it's yep. going to be, uh, I think, a great game. You know, I think there could be some fireworks in that game. And it is. you know what? If they lose, it's a loss. No big deal. That's why, you know, last this last win was important. And then we... We the benefit of the Seattle losing to the Raiders. Now we're one up, but really two up because of the. Uh, well, I'd have to revisit that, but we're in good shape as far as the division goes. And if we end up, you know, all, this is all premature, and I, I don't look too far ahead. But if everything stays the same, and you know, Jimmy stays healthy, and every all the other important ingredients, uh, th- you know, the three spot in that in the NFC is a good good spot to be in in the playoff. It is a good spot. Yeah, because right now, uh, right now you'd be playing the Giants and they would roll over the Giants. So the three spot is a good spot to be in. And I think the point you were trying to make is they already beat Seattle. They've got Seattle up in Seattle. And if the Niners win that, that will pretty much clinch the division because right now they're a game up and they would have the tiebreaker. So even if the Niners should lose this week, as long as they win that game up in Seattle, they're probably going to win the division. Yeah, exactly. And I wonder if... Seattle's falling back to earth a little bit. I haven't looked at their schedule and how difficult it is these last five or six games. But uh, uh, anyhow. Uh, it's difficult. It is. Okay. So, you know, and, you know, not to say that the Niners can't have a dud here and there, but we're setting up well. And, again, uh, a shutout is, you know, you can't complain about a shutout. <laughs> Let's be real. Right. So, Well, the, the reason why I say Seattle's schedule is difficult, after the next two games, they got the Niners at home, then they're at Kansas City on Christmas Day. And then they have the Jets at home after that, who are playing very well right now. And that's a pesky team. They had the Rams twice, so they should win both those games. They should beat Carolina. Although Carolina, you know, they're a funny team, but they should be able to win those three games. But then the Niners game, they probably lose. At Kansas City, they're going to lose. And then the Jets game, the Mesa toss up at home. So that's that. That's why I said their schedule, they got some tough games on there. But, you know, again, if the Niners take care of their business, they're going to be fine. The Niners, to me, the only way the Niners do not win the division is if Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. Other than that, they're going to win their division. Yeah, you know, and in the game yesterday, he took some shots that he has not oh taken in a while. Yes, you know, he did. It, it shows you how dangerous 
it, it can be standing back there and, you know, getting the ball out. Sometimes even myself included gripe, Hey, you know, let's, let's stretch the, let's stretch the field a little bit. But if your quarterback is, is uh, getting beat up and an injury, uh prolonged injury happens, then season's over. Yep. So no question about that. Niners, by the way, after Miami have Tampa at home at Seattle, home, Washington at the Raiders, home, Arizona, I expect them. Let's just not even talk about this game. They'll beat Tampa at home. They'll win at Seattle. They'll beat Washington at home. They should beat the Raiders on the road. They should they should win five of the next six games at the very, very, very worst, four and two. And if one of those wins yeah. is against Seattle, they'll win the division, which is all that matters, and they'll be a three seed. Yeah, absolutely. And real quick, uh, I listened to a portion of the your show with Sean. I'm going to revisit it later. What's your guys' take on Miami? Uh, pretend, uh, contender, pretender? They seem pretty legit. They just no, they're contender. No, no, no. We both feel that they're a contender uh, and a Super Bowl contender. Sean said that today, and I agree with him. Yeah, definitely. So, right, anyhow, should be a fun game this weekend. Thanks, Greg. Right. Thank you. The, the issue with Miami, and I've been talking about this before the schedule, before the season began, they have the Niners this week, then they're at the Chargers, then they're at Buffalo. They come home to take on Green Bay on Christmas Day, which they should have no problem winning that game. Then they're at New England. Think about that. Four of the next five on the road at the Niners, at the Chargers, at Buffalo, two weeks later at New England. It's a brutal schedule. That is a very difficult schedule. Connor, good to have you on. Connor, how are you today? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What's up? So I just wanted to talk about the NFL and the World Cup a little bit. Yep. So about our Giants, there's not really much to talk about. They're banged up. Not, they had a decent first half, but I think we all expected a loss. Yeah, I did. And uh, the good news is I think you're getting three starters back on offense for the Washington game this week, perhaps four. And that that's not a minute too soon because this is a – I think this is a must-win game pretty much for the Giants on Sunday to make the playoffs. I really believe that. Yeah, I agree. I was just about to say they're basically playing for their season on Sunday. I mean, yes. Washington is 7-5 and five out of nowhere. I mean, the rest of the NFC East keeps yep. winning, and we've had a couple losses. So, I mean, if we can't pull the brakes on these losses now, I think we'll get in too big of a hole with our schedule coming up. I mean, they yep. see the Eagles twice still, Washington twice, the Vikings. I mean, it's brutal. Yep. They got a brutal schedule. Now, the Philly game on the last game of the year in Philly could be meaningless for Philadelphia. So they may get a break there where the Eagles don't play anybody because they'll have the number one seed locked up. So I, I can see Philly maybe using their starters for a quarter or two or not even that. So the Giants will, in all likelihood, get a break, assuming that Philadelphia is the number one seed. They won't, they won't go – full four in that game. So that, that could be a big help for the Giants. Yeah, do you think that nine wins pretty much locks up a wild card spot? Yeah, because of the tiebreakers that they have. Yeah, I think they probably do. Yep. So, I mean, if you can get one against Washington or one against the Eagles and then beat the Colts, that should be good enough. Right then you're in. That's 10. That, that will do it. Yep. That would give you 10. 10, 10 definitely gets you in. No question about that. 10 will definitely get you in. But here's the deal. If, if yeah, they're the man. sixth seed, in all likelihood, they would be playing San Francisco in the first round. And so it would be one and done. There's no way they're going out to San Francisco and beating the 49ers. I'm sorry. There's just no way. Yeah, I don't want to make the comparison. But, I mean, our last two Super Bowls were the wild cards going on the road every game. But I don't think this is anything near that. No. No. 
No. And then, All right. Tell Iran. me about uh, the United States and Iran. How, break down this match for me. Oh, yeah. First, before that, I just want to say, I mean, that tie against England was pretty crazy. I mean, everyone was thinking we we're going to get blown out. We stayed right with them. We played the better game. So that's a great sign. But now it's winner. I didn't home. watch that, but everyone I know that watched it said that that was one of the most boring soccer matches they've ever watched. That if you were a casual fan and you were tuned into the World Cup to see the United States and England, there was nothing that you saw in that that would bring you back for anything else. Is that true or not true? I mean, I disagree. I mean, I thought it was a really good game. I mean, okay. they hit the crossbar a couple times and stuff. I mean, obviously, no goals people are going to be upset about. But, I mean, as far as a 0-0 tie goes, I thought it was pretty entertaining. All right, I could not sleep last night. And I'm going to share with you, I watched about 45 minutes of the match between Cameroon and Serbia that ended up in a 3-3 tie. And I, I actually, in my 45 minutes, I saw four goals scored and I thought I was having a dream because I didn't think you would ever see four goals scored in a World Cup match. But if, uh, it was actually pretty good. The, the 45 minutes that I watched was pretty exciting. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that that's been the game of the tournament. It was so unbelievable. It was great. It was great. Yeah, and then this game against Iran, obviously you have to win it. I mean, it's this group has been very weird. I mean, England destroyed Iran, but Iran beat Wales. We tied Wales. So, I mean, it's up for grabs for anybody, yep. but you got to bring your best game. I mean, they really have to have this game or else. I mean, obviously, with everything, like, politically, with the U.S. and Iran, it's a big game. Yep. Well, it's a huge game for Iran, too, with everything going on in their country. And the fact that the, the players did not sing the national anthem for the first game. And a lot of the players have come out and been very uh, upfront about the human rights violations, particularly as it relates to women, uh, the women protesting in Iran, uh, the uh, protesters that have been murdered by the government for protesting, some of the hideous, uh, awful stories that we're hearing and what they're doing to some of the women in Iran for protesting. So there's a lot that's going into this match that doesn't even have anything to do with what's going on on the field. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of, I think a lot of Iran fans want the U.S. to win. I mean, they do not like how their country is going right now. And I think a lot of the people are just upset. They'd like to see the U.S. beat them. I don't know about that. Um, that's interesting you say that. I think it's extremely divided. Again, I'm not an expert on this. I'm not an expert on what's going on in Iran. I'm not an expert on what's going on with the citizens of Iran and what they want and what they don't want. I know it's a very divided country right now, uh, but I just wonder if for many people in that country, if this soccer team is not their best chance to continue to get the word out on the atrocities being committed against women in that country. You know, I, I don't know of a better platform. You know, the fact that you and I are even talking about this on a sports show in America, you know, we wouldn't be talking about this if it weren't for Iran facing the United States and all the exposure that's been brought to their team for the first two matches. So it'd be interesting to see, that's for sure. Yeah, last thing, I'll just give my prediction for the game. I'm going to say a 2-1 United States victory. 2-1. All right, got you. We got you down, buddy. You take care. Thanks for All having right, me. Bye-bye. Later.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash grant. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, I am, I've been very steadfast. I've been very consistent. I hate, hate politics in sports. Now, that's unavoidable when you have world events like the Olympics and when you have a World Cup in a country like Qatar and they reported bribes that went into even having the World Cup in Qatar, the migrant workers who built all the stadiums, the reports of their housing and the fact that according to many reports, there were many migrants who died building the stadiums, uh, Qatar's laws as it relates to homosexuality. And so politics is very much in the forefront with this World Cup in Qatar. I mean, it is. And then when you bring in what's going on in Iran and the protests that are currently going on in that country as it pertains to the lack of rights for women and the fact that so many women are protesting, many of whom are sacrificing their life by sticking up for what they believe in and the Iran soccer team as well. I mean, it's a pretty big story. You know, it's a, it's a pretty big story on the world stage. And again, I hate politics and sports, I do. But when you have a world event, again, we went through this with the Olympics in Beijing. I mean, it's, it's unavoidable. Now, the fact that these matches are in Qatar with everything that I just talked about, I mean, I'm sure you've been reading about, you know, the rainbow colors, people trying to bring in shirts with the written. No, they're not even allowing you to walk into the venue with anything that has to do with the rainbow colors. Not, not happening. They're not allowing you in the stadium, right? So, you know, that Budweiser, who's the huge sponsor, Two days before the event, then they said, nope, no beer sales, no beer, no consumption of alcohol at the matches. 
I mean, everything about this. You know, there's been a lot of talk about what's going on in Qatar as it relates to uh, the World Cup. But the United States and Iran, we'll see how that uh, turns out. But the loser, I'll tell you right now, and I should have asked Connor this. Well, I did ask Connor this last week. If the United States loses this match and they do not get out of this group, Connor said that will be a colossal, I think you said a, a colossal failure. So we'll see. All right. I'm not really into it, though, but I, I told you, uh, and I'm being very transparent. I said I wasn't going to watch anything, but I couldn't sleep. And the only thing that was on was uh, Serbia. And I, the only reason why I know so many people in Serbia, and I'm like, ah, let me see how the Serbian fans are acting. And then I saw like four goals scored, and it was great. There was, I mean, it's probably the most action. I've ever seen watching a soccer match. I don't think I've ever seen action like that before. It was like hockey. There were actually shots on goal and there were saves and there were, I mean, it was pretty cool. A lot of good plays. 3-3 was the uh, final in that game with uh, Serbia and Cameroon. So we'll see. Uh, Wales and England and Iran and the USA. Both those matches simultaneously. All right. So Iran and the USA uh, on Fox. And then Wales and England, I guess, is on uh, FS1. Whatever. All right. But it's going to be a hell of a match. That's for sure. All right. And, you know, the controversy controversy going on with Iran and their soccer team, the United States can't work. That that that's, has nothing to do with them. They can't be, you know, just nothing at all that they can control but they got to win the game all right iran's got three points the united states has two they got to win the game plain and simple got to win the game the draw is not going to get you there all right there you have it so connor will be uh watching the united states and around. I would think a lot of people would be watching. I don't know if I'm going to be watching. I probably won't, but I could change my mind. But right now, I have no plans on watching. All right, Kings tonight and the Phoenix Suns. You have the Suns who have won four in a row. You have a team that has not been good on the road and, and, and the Phoenix Suns. They're only two and five on the road. They've had a very lopsided schedule with 12 games at home. And only five games on the road. Think about that. Phoenix is 11 and one at home, two and five on the road, but they are 4 0 in their division. And they're 11 and three in the conference. And their point differential is very good at almost seven. So they're a good team. They've won four in a row, 13 up, six down, Sacramento 10 and eight. You know, we always talk about the standings. The Kings are currently sixth, but they're only a game and a half from the 11th spot. They're also only two and a half games from the number one spot. So, you know, I, I know it's a cliche that every game really means something in the stand, and the, it, they really do. It, it means a lot now. All right. I mean, every game, look at the standings. Everybody's bunched up. Portland's 11 and 9. 
They're in seventh. Utah is 12 and 10 in eighth. Golden State, here come the Warriors, by the way. The Warriors are going to elevate themselves. They're going to be a top four or five team. So you can, you know, Minnesota is struggling at 10 and 10. Dallas isn't even in the top 10 at nine and 10. And the Lakers are starting to find their way a little bit. So keep that in mind when you look at the standings in the Western Conference. All right, again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand. Uh, Niners win, Raiders win. How about Matt White and the Jets? Boy, the fans love him in New York. That's got to be a brutal spot for Zach Wilson as uh, the, the love from the fans in New York about Mike White. They play at Minnesota this week. Uh, tonight, you've got Monday Night Football. Not a great game, obviously, with the Colts uh, and the Steelers. But, boy, that, that's, that story in the Jets as it relates to Zach Wilson. You know, Robert Sala said when he's ready to roll, he's going back with uh, Zach Wilson. I don't know. He, it's not like he's hurt. I don't know what they're waiting for. But I don't know how you can take Matt, my, uh, Mike White off the field. I don't know how you can go into your locker room and say, hey, fellas, we're making a change uh, at quarterback. I don't see that. All right, here are your games coming up this week. Uh, Thursday night, you got Buffalo and New England. Sunday matchups, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Chicago is home to Green Bay. Jacksonville is at Detroit. Jets and Vikings in Minnesota. Washington is taking on the Giants and MetLife. Titans and Eagles in Philly. Denver's at Baltimore. Cleveland at Houston. Rams host Seattle. Miami's at San Francisco. Bengals and Chiefs from Cincy. Chargers are in Vegas. Indianapolis at Dallas on Sunday night. And your Monday night game is New Orleans at Tampa. So the best game on the card has got to be Miami and San Francisco. Got to be the best game on the card. I think, you know, Kansas City at Cincinnati is going to be a good game. The rematch of the AFC championship game. I think Washington at the Giants is going to be a good game. I think Tennessee at Philly is going to be a good game. New York at Minnesota is a good game. But the Miami-San Francisco game has got to be the best game on the card. That is going to be a dandy. Too bad that game's not the night game. Too bad that's not the night game. That, that's going to be a hell of a game. really is. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen App with John. John, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving, buddy. How are you? Man, I had a fantastic one. I hope you had as great a one as I did. How many turkeys you, buddy. did you eat? Uh, you know what? I actually uh, more in the prime rib. I'm a prime rib guy on Thanksgiving. I have a little bit of turkey, but I'm more of a beef guy. So, you know, it it it, it all it, it varies from year to year, buddy. You know what I'm saying? I do 100 uh, percent. We had a turkey Thursday, ham Friday and then yesterday. Prime rib, buddy. So we're we're pretty, there you go, man. Good. I think I might have put on 20 pounds, at least 10. Uh, so. Yeah, I hear you. I'm going to be, gonna be up front instead of catching passes. I'm going to be blocking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. man. College football was fun as hell, too, and I loved uh, hearing that. Nobody talked about Texas Christian when you guys were in TCU. Those guys are a freaking good football team, and they might be flying under the radar. 
Well, obviously not. They're yeah, we, I, I talked. We we talked about them with Sean Salisbury when I did my show on YouTube Live. Mm-hmm. You know, that, with that, we 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 talked a couple of minutes about them. A few. I might have missed a little bit of that, or I think they deserve more respect or more talking about because they look they looked fantastic the other day as well. Yeah. And, yep. And, well, Michigan let's see if they can do. close it out. Michigan do. Yeah. And like yep. you Michigan said, just was awesome. We talked about this. We talked about this sort of week one. We're almost just finishing that same conversation. Some of the same teams, Georgia, Tennessee, you know, and we all kind of thought Bama wasn't number one anymore, and they're not. No, they're not. Nope, nope. It, it kind of came out, man. This whole this whole uh, playoff, playoffs are going to be fun. Can't wait to see. And I think LSU doesn't even really have a chance, to be honest. No, they have no chance of being in the Final Four. There's no way in the world they're going to make it into the Final Four. So they they could beat Georgia. Even if they beat Georgia this weekend, they're not going to be a top-four team. Not happening. They already, yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. They're you can't take a three-loss team. Good. Not happening. They're not that good. And you can see it when you watch the game. No, I, I, no, 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 no. I didn't say they're not that good. I, I, I don't agree with that. I think they're pretty good. But you can't take a team with three losses in there. There's no way in the world that you're going to have a team playing in the uh, uh, college football playoff with three losses. That's not happening. That's never going to happen. And that's the way it is. I mean, you know, if LSU, you know, loses to Georgia, uh, you know, listen, they're right now in the, uh, they had some big wins this year. I mean, we get that. They had some big wins, but uh, I don't see them being in the final four. I think you're going to see, you know, even if I don't see how Michigan would lose to Purdue. Uh, So Michigan's going to be in, Georgia's going to be in, if USC beats Utah, they're in. If TCU beats Kansas State, they're in. If any of those four teams lose, Ohio State will get in. If two of those teams lose, then the committee is going to have a very difficult decision. But right now, LSU is overall 9-3. and three. So even if they beat Georgia, even if they beat Georgia, right. they're not, not getting happening. in. They're, the committee is not taking a team with three losses and putting them in the playoff. Not happening. I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree that it's not happening. I didn't think it was going to happen even before last, you know, last week's set of set of games. Yep. But that's just, you know, that's called football. But it seems to be rounding out, rounding out uh, similar to what a lot of us had expected. The NFL season, though, not at all. I mean, we thought Miami might be okay. Look, they look like a freaking juggernaut right now. And almost everybody agrees with that. I think. Yes, they do. It's, you know, good defense and well-coached. And that's, and like, just like we talk about the NFC East, every freaking team right now, the playoffs. Granted, it's no longer a 12-game season or what have you, but it's amazing how everything changes. The NFC Least is now the NFC Beast, sort of. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Good hearing from you, buddy. You have a good one. You too. We'll talk later in the week, Grant. Sounds good, buddy. That's John. Good stuff right there. You know, the one thing about the NFC East, the Giants play Philadelphia twice. They play Washington twice. So, you know, there are, for instance, the Giants have four divisional games remaining, and they have Washington coming in this week. The Giants are seven and four. Washington is seven and five. The Giants are beat up defensively. They are getting a couple of starters back on offense this week, but Washington all of a sudden has won three in a row. 
the Giants have lost two in a row, and the winner of this game is going to be looking very good for a wild card. You know, that the, the Giants, again, with Philadelphia twice, Washington twice. Now, when you look at Washington's schedule, all right, they, and this is crazy. Their, their next two games, Washington, they play the Giants two games in a row because they got a bye week after this game. How stupid is that? You're in the same division and you play a team two weeks in a row. Then Washington is at San Francisco. They're going to lose that game. Home against Cleveland. Who knows with Deshaun Watson coming back. And then they have Dallas in the final game of the year. Now, that could or could not be a game that Dallas needs to win. So we don't know. Giants, though, their schedule is they play Philadelphia in the last week of the season, and that could be a meaningless game for the Eagles. You know, if they got the number one seed locked up, that could be a meaningless game. Giants have Washington this week at home, Philly the following week at home, at Washington, at Minnesota, home Colts, at Philadelphia. So this is pretty much a must-win game for the Giants, in my opinion. All right, let's get to uh, Antonio right here on this Monday. Hey, Antonio. Hey, Grant. How you doing, man? I'm a prime rib guy, too, actually, but we had turkey. Came out a little dry, but uh, traditional, we had turkey, but I'm a prime rib guy. Hey, um, were you around uh, Harbaugh when he was with the Raiders in 2004? Did you no. ever get a chance to get you? Also, you have you ever had any uh, um, contact with Harbaugh before? Real briefly in the Kings locker room when Eric Musselman invited him to a game and spoke to him for like two minutes. But no, that's, you know, I've never had any other interaction with him. Okay, that was just a random question. Another question, too, is what do you think of uh, Aaron Rodgers gutting out a little bit last night? I think Mike Fiorios said this morning, you know, could that possibly be the last of Aaron Rodgers, depending on how bad the injury is, um, trying to get the kid love in there? What, what do you think of Aaron? You think he's going to. Still no, Aaron season? talked about this after the game. Aaron's having a scan today, and he said if the scan uh, turns out okay, he's playing this week, that he'll be back on the field. So, you know, uh, no, I, I think Aaron wants to play. I think he's preparing to play. And the only way he won't play is if he can't play. Wow, well, And then lastly, uh, what do you think of Josh Jacobs? I mean, 300 combined offensive oh, yards. That's I, unbelievable. I can't, I, you know, I, I remember the, the Bo Jackson game in 93, whatever it was. It was almost to the day, 30-something years later. Uh, incredible game, fun game to watch. I think the game to watch this week is going to be that, that uh, KC and Cincinnati game because I think Cincinnati's fighting their groove, and, I, and I'm looking forward to that game, Grant. Yep. You have a good Well, they've week, won good, five good in a row. I mean, they can't, they're nine and two, and they've won five in a row, and I'm with you on that. Kansas City and Cincinnati now starting to pick it up, and, you know, the Bengals have won three in a row. So this is going to be a hell of a game. You're exactly right. You take care, Grant. Thank you, sir. Hey, you do the same, buddy. Appreciate you. All right, good stuff from Antonio. Uh, Raiders have won uh, two games in a row right now, uh, and they are four and seven. You know, when you look at the teams in the uh, AFC, you know, even the Patriots and the Chargers, Chargers this week have to win, or they're going to have a very difficult time making the playoffs. But you have Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo, and Tennessee. Now, either Miami or Buffalo is going to win the division. I'm sorry, Jets fans, but that's probably how it's going to go. Then, so the loser of that will be a wild card. Then you have Baltimore and Cincinnati. The loser of that division will be a wild card. Be interesting to see who else gets in there. But 
it's going to be a lot of fun here coming down the stretch in the final uh, five or six weeks. All right, if you want to get on before we wrap it up, hit your hand icon and we will do it. Let everyone know that coming on after the game tonight with the Kings and the Suns, I will be on YouTube Live. I'm also on Cameo now. So if you want a personalized video made, you can check my profile out on Cameo. Make a good holiday gift, birthday, whatever the case may be. Uh, just putting that out there. But again, tonight I will be on right after uh, the Kings and the Phoenix Suns. Will Sacramento get back on the win track, win streak? Will they snap their brief two-game skid? And the Phoenix Suns, who have won one four in a row, right? Should be a fun game tonight in Sacramento, the Kings and the Suns. And again, I'll be on YouTube Live right after. All right, really appreciate everybody. Thanks very much. Be back tomorrow right here at 4 o'clock. Until then, so long, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.